Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. What we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is developing a practice. Diana, do you have a practice? Hmm. Well, I guess I'm looking at it as something that I do all the time. Um, so I would go with when I get up in the morning. First thing I do when I open my eyes, honestly, I smile. I'm like, oh, I am here another day. So it's a blessing. And I'm listening to the birds that are just singing their songs. And it just makes me so happy. It doesn't matter the weather outside. I see every day as a beautiful day. If it's raining, if it's storming, if it's hailing. And um, I just kind of feel that energy when I get up in the morning. And that starts my day. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I do every single day. That's my practice. Mm -hmm. What about you? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely have a practice or rituals that I do. I am not as uh, what's the word I'm looking for I'm not as um, consistent as I would like to be so sometimes I'm so consistent oh I'm so consistent <laughs> and then other times I can fall off the wagon can't we all <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I would love to do these practices every single day but I think just like all developing all rituals, so, like sometimes, person speaking for myself, sometimes I can do things all by myself, mm -hmm. and I don't need any help. But sometimes, when developing a new practice or a new ritual, like having people in place to help you, can make all the difference. So kind of like a ritual, a ritual buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember. It was a couple of years ago now, um, one of my friends and I decided we were going to do a gratitude um, gratitude box, I believe it was. And so every day we would have to write down something that we were thankful for okay. and just put it in the box. So we agreed to do that every day for a year. Mm. And so it went really, really well because we both were asking each other every day, did you write yours? Did you do yours? Mm -hmm. Did you do yours? And um, the minute, I'm not gonna say, the, I'm not that much of a slacker. I'm not gonna say the minute she stopped asking me. <laughs> but within a few days, when she stopped asking me, I actually stopped doing it. Hmm. And so I probably did it for maybe like eight months. And for whatever reason, she stopped asking me and I stopped asking her. But at the end of the year, she had hers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she thought, okay, we don't need to ask each other. We got it. Right. She's like, this is a habit now. But I don't know why I fell off without having that support. But I think um, that's an important thing to mention, like, even with everything we've been talking about in the podcast for the, these past, you know, however many podcasts has been so far, like a lot of it is about developing new skills, mm -hmm. new practices, new rituals. And 
you know, it can be challenging to do something new like that without having that support. And you know, a lot of times, like the research says that it takes 21 days to form a new habit. Mm. I don't believe that. <laughs> and maybe for some habits and maybe for some people, but I've done plenty of things for 21 days. <laughs> that has fallen off, you know, <laughs> at some point later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I do think we need support in that. Yeah, I agree. You know, I know some, you know, some of the things that you and I have done, you know, as far as working out, have you done, you know, this or that, that really, really helps. I need that, that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, because um, first thing I'll do, you know, I'll have all of this other stuff that I have going on and I will forget. And then I'll think, okay, well, I know our vet's going to text me. She's going to call me. She's going to ask, let me go ahead and get these done. Even though she's not with me, I could tell her I did it. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, it's really, you know, I'm not hurting anybody but myself. So it's really, it really helps to have a support system, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody on the same page. And then you can talk about it. Or even if, you know, I just don't feel like doing this today. I'm in whatever space it is. Then you can at least talk about it. And, you know, yeah, girl, me too. <laughs> you know, but let's get this done. Right. You know, so. Yeah, and that's another thing. You can't have just anybody be your support partner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have some people. You'll be like, I don't feel like you don't me either, girl. <laughs> that's all I was waiting to hear. Uh, let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> let's go get some fried chicken. <laughs> I'll be all for it. That's all you got to say. I'm I'm with you right there. I'll meet you there. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, um, it does help. And I think a lot of people actually need that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, so you know, like if you really think about who you have in your life who can support you, um, you might need more than one person to support you, you know. Um, Maybe one person for different areas of your life or, you know, you just think about your own life and, who would be your who would be a good person to help you be accountable to mm-hmm. yourself and hopefully you can help them be accountable exactly. as well but even if you can't find someone in your own circle there's all kinds of groups out there you know where you can meet <laughs> nowadays they have all the meetup groups and things mm-hmm. like that where you can find people that's going through similar um, you know changes that they want to make in their lives but what i really want to talk about in terms of developing a practice is developing the practice that it would take in order for you to move from where you are to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, that's really all we've been talking about the, all of these podcasts is how can we get from where we are today to where we want to be, um, tomorrow. And so we do have to develop that practice. And a lot of the first thing that I'm going to say is we have to have to have to find that time to just be still find that time just to be quiet and make that a priority Mm -hmm. in our lives so that's like the number one thing to do in your practice that's the first thing so when you say be quiet you know um and i understand exactly what that is but you know what does being quiet really mean what is that gonna draw something more to you or you know i know what it makes me feel in being quiet but also you have people that um that's that's kind of foreign so what is that what does that bring being quiet yeah well first of all uh i want to describe what does being quiet (laughs) mean um because 
people can have different ideals mm-hmm. of what being quiet means. So when I say be quiet and be still, I'm literally saying, first of all, you're not talking and you're not moving. But also, there's nothing talking around you. There's no radio on. There's no television on. You're not reading. You know, you're not writing. You're being quiet and you're being still. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, I heard this cute little story. And hopefully it makes sense right here. But And, and hopefully we have enough time for me to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard this cute little story where this um, monk, his niece, she was like five years old. And she came to stay with him for a little while. And um, she was out playing with her friends. And of course, by him being a monk, he basically meditated all day, most days. And so when she came in um, from playing with her friends, she was like, Uncle Monk, Uncle Monk, we're thirsty. Can we get something to drink? And so he goes to the refrigerator and he has some freshly made apple juice. So he pours each one of them a glass of apple juice. So the first two, um, her friends took the first two glasses and then she was left with the third glass. Well, because her glass was pouring from the juice that was closer to the bottom of the pitcher, her juice was cloudy because it had the pulp from the apples in it. So she was like, I don't want this juice. My juice is dirty. (laughs) And so he's like, drink that juice, girl. (laughs) And um, she's like, no. So she didn't. And she went back outside and continued to play with her friends. So then she comes back again and she knocks on the door. She's like, Uncle Monk, I'm thirsty. He's like, okay, well, drink that juice. (laughs) She's like, I don't want it. It's dirty. And he says, go look at it now. And so she looked at him and it was now clear because her juice, the sediment has now Mm -hmm. settled. And so she's just like, well, what happened? You know, and he's like, you know, because you left it alone. And you left it, let it be still. And all the junk sunk to the bottom. (laughs) And she said, oh, is that why you sit still so much? <laughs> and I just thought that was such a cute story because that is. It's, it's kind of like that is what us sitting still it does. Means. It separates the, the good, you know, the junk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and allows that clear clarity of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, again, it, it's, not gonna ha- it's probably not going to happen overnight. But if you sit still, you'll eventually learn how to quiet the chatter of your mind. Once you quiet that chatter, then you can hear. Mm-hmm. You can hear the voice of God. You can hear the voice of your higher self. You can hear the universe speaking to you and giving you that guidance of what's next. This is what's next. So in the absence of taking that time to, to be quiet, you won't know what that voice sounds like. So that quiet time is is what is getting you in contact to that voice. That voice actually speaks to you probably all the time, but you can't hear it because of all that other chatter mm-hmm. that's going on in your mind. And that's so important, um, like what you said, you know, it is a practice. Um, because if you're really, and most of us are just used to, to having all of the noise you know, around. We've got so much going on. We have the TV on, we have the radio on. So we've become 
comfortable with that. That's, you know, what we're used to. But to be in total silence, to be totally quiet with nothing around you, no TV, no radio, no cell phone, (laughs) you know, none of that. You know, I kind of have goosebumps a little bit, but I've been able to do it and it does make a difference. But I can't say that I can do it all the time because I'm actually looking and listening for the noise that I'm used to hearing. Mm -hmm. But when you are quiet and when you, um, what quiets me um, is also the deep breathing, Mm -hmm. you know, because I can feel everything kind of calming down Mm -hmm. and and being in that space. And you do hear a lot. You hear hear that little voice. um, And I know that voice is there because I hear it all the time. Um, and you feel so much more at ease and clear, like what you mentioned. It's, things become so much clearer. And um, so do you do this every day? Be still? Mm-hmm. I, yes, that is something that I do every day. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm that by nature. Okay. So most of the time, people will walk into my space and say, Why is it so quiet in here? <laughs> Turn on some lights. Turn Yeah, so it's it's a challenge for me. Like if you have um people come into your house that's doing work on your house, like mm-hmm. construction work or something, because <laughs> you know they want to blast the music. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness, it's <laughs> destroy all my peace. <laughs> that's their peace. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's very easy for me to be quiet. It's hard for me to be in an environment that has a lot of static and. I can't stand the sound of the TV on, the radio. Like, all that stuff is just, like, it makes me on edge almost. Is that at all times or just when you're just trying to be quiet? It's at all times. I'm never trying to be quiet. I'm I'm just quiet. Okay. So, I have to try to not be quiet. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm surprised you don't know this about me. Well, the radio... Whatever you listen to is fine, cause I don't know, I don't, I don't know the names of any stars. I don't know the names of any singers. I don't know the names of the political figure. I don't know these things, cause I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but you do have favorite songs. Do I, I mean I do, but they're old. There's it's nothing, yeah. there's nothing that's recent in the past twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, also what. Um, is a quiet time in a place of peace um, for me is um, being out in nature. Mm -hmm. And I think I mentioned in the beginning that the practice of listening to those little birds. I have the little birds that sing real, real pretty. And then I have those birds that I think on purpose, they just have this one little tweet or loud voice that I guess they're trying to wake me up. But, you know, I already know what time it is by the birds because mm-hmm. if I don't hear anything I don't even open my eyes if I don't hear the birds I'm like okay it's too early <laughs> you know because they start chirping mm, at my window usually about 5 20. <laughs> <laughs> so but being out in nature is just um it's just so lovely and hearing everything that's in nature mm-hmm. and I think that's also a part of that's not busy noise to me 
um, it's a comforting. Mm-hmm. And I know you like being out in nature. Yeah, nature is it's really a must. It's a must-have for the human soul. Um, and, you know, there have been plenty of studies that will show that the brain changes instantly when you move from city to nature. Hmm. Instantly, um, it relaxes. It's a whole different... Your endorphins start just pumping, um, just going into nature. And I used to work with boys, or I should call them adolescents, um, <laughs> in a group home. And, you know, they were they were just the funniest things anyway. <laughs> but what I would love doing is taking them, because, you know, we lived in the city, mm-hmm. or, the you know, the group home was in the city. But we would travel, like, to the mountains, and just the transformation in their behavior and attitude when they left the city and then they would arrive in the mountains, they would be like totally different kids. Um, and they would just be so relaxed and they would just be loving. And mm-hmm. not to say that they weren't loving before, but you can just, the whole disposition would change just by virtue of moving them to a different location mm-hmm. from the city to the mountains. mountains. Yeah. That energy from the earth mm-hmm. and everything surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then the third thing as far as, so that's two. So one, be, be still. Mm-hmm. Two, spend time in nature. And then the third thing is to re- release your intentions or release your desires into that space. And I remember Deepak Chopra saying that if you look at a, a body of water, if the body of water is still and then you drop a pebble in it, the water will ripple mm-hmm. and you will see the effects of that pebble long after the pebble has dropped. But if you could throw a, you can throw a ship <laughs> into a raging body of water and it would make no difference. Right. You know, you wouldn't see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much the same thing with us. So if, if our minds are raging like they usually are mm-hmm. just chatter, 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 and then you drop your intentions or your desires in there, well, it can get lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. And That's so, a good analogy. Yep. Yeah. And so your practice, you want your mind to be still. And then you drop your desires in that still water and then allow the rippling effect to draw to you everything it is that you want. Oh, that's powerful. I can see the whole picture. So that's great. It makes perfect sense. And then, of course, the last piece that I want to add to that is to put a support system in place if you need that. Um, because that can be the difference that can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's start developing those practices, getting those rituals underway, and again create the lives that you would love to live. Yes, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> this is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye.